What, 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 what? What's up, Zach? Boy, did we have some audio issues before we got started. I know, technical difficulties. Are you an angel? What? An angel. I heard the deep space pilots talk about them. They're the most beautiful creatures in the universe. Hello there. We are tonight's entertainment. We would be honored if you would join us. He's got a billion toys. <laughs> you brought into a doll collection. These are not dolls, Jim. These are commodities. Same as gold or oil. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. You are now listening to the Collecting Weekly Podcast. Joy Locke and the Artillery Farm. This is the true form of floor gang right here. Very nice. YouTube.com slash collecting weekly. Thank you very much. That's very cool. Big, big, big. Hey guys, my name is Zach. I'm Dean. Welcome to this week's episode of Collecting Weekly. It's a weekly podcast where my friends and I talk about the things that matter the most to us this week in collecting. That's right. Um, we'd also like to thank our friends over at Wano Scrapyard for sponsoring today's episode. They are sweet, sweet angels. Uh, Dean, let's get into probably one of the biggest new this week's I think I've ever had. Yeah. Uh, please kick us off. It's new this week. Also, I don't think I've taken the time to say how crispy that drop is. When I go back and listen to the episode, Manny, if you're listening, you knocked out the park, buddy. Um, yeah. Yeah, so what'd you get new this week? Uh, I actually had a pretty slow week. Um, I'm trying to think of... Oh, I got some uh, Toy Biz Dragon Ball... Or uh, Irma Jacks Dragon Ball figures. Uh, I got Android 16, who's way too small. I, I overestimated that figure. Uh-huh. Uh, but I have him like on a back step thing, so he looks tall. So uh-huh. it, it works on the shelf. Uh, Android 19, who Vegeta kills. And that one's actually perfect. That's a really good figure. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I got Supreme Kai and uh, what's his name from you? Uh, Kabuto. 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 Kabuto's a Pokemon. That is correct. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I know I was getting one of them confused. Uh, Kabuto. Um, and then. Um, I picked up this guy at Buddy's Toys and Collectibles. Shout out, Buddy. It's a Transformer um, uh, Takara Legacy Jetfire, I believe. Um, But there's a third-party person that sells Robotech stickers for it. And it's so cool. I was like, I have to own this. Because I just love Robotech. Uh-huh. And it's a super clean transformation. Um, but I futzed the uh a uh bandai stand in one of the uh there's a hole on the back of the head. So I just uh-huh. have it like it's taking off on my desk. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh that's kind of it for me. What about you? So I've had a pretty good week. Um Getting the last of my birthday stuff in, so I picked up the Miles Morales premium format statue. Talked about that two or three weeks ago, and uh, that uh, 
came in and looks pretty good. Um, yeah, I got it from Steven's Collectibles. And it was pretty crazy because the statue number that I have is 618. And it was almost 616, which is a pretty significant number in the Marvel comic universe. Nice. Uh, really liking uh, the statue, though. I also uh, had my young rich uh, Miles Morales come in from TNS. Uh, I mentioned that I wasn't sure how they shipped it. And now that I have it, I'm still actually not sure how they shipped it because it, uh, it was shipped from the United States. Uh, but that figure is really good. In fact, it's so good that I'm working on a review of it and I have everything parsed out for uh, later tonight, tomorrow or Thursday when I get a chance to film the review. And that figure is just uh, probably one of the greatest in terms of accessories. Like it just feels like such a full package worth of stuff. Um, looking at, at what I think I need for the, um, you know, what I think I'd want for this thing to have that it doesn't have. Um, I, I honestly can't really think of anything, maybe just the spider, but that thing would be so small and six scale that I don't really think um, it would be durable enough to make it in six scale. Like um, the spider that bites him? Yeah, like that's literally the only thing because he comes with the backpack, he comes with the J's, he comes with the spare J's, he comes with the spray can, he comes with the goober, the phone, different screens for the phone. Um, wow. I mean, it'd be literally like a, a backdrop uh, that he did in the movie with his uncle. I mean, I, I honestly don't think that there's anything, maybe flipping hands. I think obviously that's important, but um, I mean, really he comes with uh, everything I think you'd want. Uh, Red Wolf asks, what shirt is that? This is our, we had this shirt. It's a limited print that we did. It was, uh, it's collecting weekly in uh, Japanese. And we actually had this approved by um, someone that's a native speaker. And so that was really cool to make sure that we did it right. Um also this week, I'm trying to think, uh, Stephen Kret uh, gave me a, a birthday gift. I just saw him for him picking up his miles, but it's the Figpin exclusive Miles Morales. It's like a web store exclusive. Pin. Oh, hell yeah. He got that for me for my birthday. So really, you're on a bunch miles of miles. Kick. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely on a miles kick and uh, actually not even mad about it because fucking love that character. And finally, there's a bunch of cool shit out for him. So. Dude, I was just thinking that today. Because we're going to talk about another figure that got announced. Uh, and I was like, man, it's so cool to finally see all the Into the Spider-Verse figures coming out. Because it was nothing for the longest time. And I thought it was going to be like another uh, like Deadpool. Where there's like no merch for the fucking movies. Even though they're madly successful. Um but yeah, I, I think it's great. So I'm happy for you. Yeah, now I'm just waiting for the Young Rich final battle suit to come in. I've already paid that one off. And uh, I do have one new this week that is so insanely crazy that I asked the person that is providing it for me to shoot me a video. And we're going to show that video later in the show. I haven't watched it yet, so I have no idea what to expect. I, don't I tried even to know what you're talking about. I tried to preview it for a second and I'm like, I'm not sure if if I downloaded it right, but I, I just don't know. So we're yeah, just gonna I'm, do it. I'm excited. Because like when we do like new this week, I pretty much know what you've picked up because we are we talk to each other every day. You know what I mean? Um, but this is like I actually have no idea what you're talking about. 
Yeah, and I just downloaded this video and uploaded it while we're on air. So again, I have no idea (laughs) what the quality of this video is, but hopefully it's pretty good. So hopefully there's no like racial slurs. I I would certainly (laughs) hope not for for like play it on mute or something. At at least seven reasons. Um, (laughs) Let's uh, let's get into the news though. So uh, Hot Toys put up their in-game Loki up for pre-order. This comes in at two hundred and sixty dollars, releasing April to June two thousand twenty-one. Um, I think this looks really good. There's a lot of people that are saying the head sculpt looks nothing like Tom Hiddleston. I personally don't see that. Um, um I think it looks less like him than their other ones. Okay. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Like, is it a completely new sculpt, or maybe just the hair? Like, I don't know what's going on here compared to the original one. Yeah, I'm not. I like I said, I've seen comparisons of all three and they do look different, but um, okay, well, yeah, is... I, I think it might just be the hair that it's throwing it off because in the helmet it looks you know relatively okay, but yeah, and I will say this this figure's brought up the discussion on the groups lately. Um, you know, the, the issue of a reissue versus a remake, right. and this figure here clearly a remake, this is not like a rebox of an older figure. They're giving you things in the set, brand new, like you said, sculpt, brand new accessories, um, brand new base. Obviously a a reissue would be something like the Mark 43, which is like an actual true uh, remake of the original with the same packaging, the same accessories, the same base, Uh, same with the Mark 47. That was a reissue. So, um, and a lot of the groups I've seen uh, a lot of comments saying like, Oh, they shouldn't do this. They shouldn't do that. But at the end of the day, we have to remember that this is not a reissue. This is a complete remake from the ground up. And uh, for better or for worse, it's here. Uh, Dean, you were you were mentioning on After Dark that you were hoping that this would have preserved some uh, value for uh, the first release. Yeah, so my biggest issue with this Loki is it's marketed as the endgame Loki. And... In the end game movie, you, he doesn't have the scepter or his helmet. So if you want to have it like with the the handcuffs and the mouth thing, where when you see him in the movie, absolutely you should do that. Um, but to also give it the things that made the Avengers one Loki special, to me it just seems kind of shitty. Like yeah, but. Also, you do want bang for your buck. So if you're going to be spending top dollar, you want as many accessories as you as you can, right? So I don't know. It's like I'm like back and forth with this figure. Like I I already have a Loki. I have the um what's it called? Dark World Loki with the third party cape and helmet and scepter. Mm-hmm. So I really don't feel like I need to go buy a new Loki. The cape leaves a lot to be desired, but it's just sitting on the shelf. I'm not fucking taking a tons of pictures with it so it it does the job for me um but for someone who has the avengers one loki it's also kind of lame that this one is is now essentially that figure yeah i uh i there's some characters that i just don't care about and loki is one of those characters i've never been a I fan of the Loki. Thor movies, uh, just personally, like I mean, my wife loves the Thor movies. I just 
I mean, I've said it before. I'll say it again. If if Iron Man isn't in the movie, I probably haven't watched it. So yeah, uh, um, this is I, a character that I don't have a big eye for. Dude, I hated. I wouldn't say hated, but like I had zero interest. Like you, I never watched Captain America. I didn't watch Thor. I watched the Avengers when it came out, and um, like Iron Man when it came out. And then after the Avengers, I was like, okay, I'll give the other movies a shot. And Thor was like shockingly good to me. And so I just like fell in love with Loki. He's such a good bad guy. He's like, I don't know, like a mischievous Vegeta. Like, you don't really know if he's actually good or not. He's kind of in this like weird gray area, mm-hmm. but he's also hella charming and stuff. Vegeta's not very charming, but. Sean says uh, new MMS equals remake, same MMS equals reissue. That's a really, really easy way to figure that out. Mario Cortez says the tailoring looks much better. Uh, hey, Sean says agree, Dean, that using Avengers 1 accessories is weak sauce. Also, congratulations to Steven and Shauna. Sweet angels. Like my two favorite people in the world uh, getting, they're engaged. Oh, congratulations. I was like, yeah, over the weekend. Man, yeah, very, cool. very, very excited. Is that uh, why he busted out those purple Nikes? <laughs> it was like a special occasion nah steven's the kind of dude that like like i love to hang out with steven but i also hate to hang out with steven because anytime anytime we go oh, anywhere he, the nine. he's like ultra drip yeah. and you know me i'm like you know shitty t-shirt that is probably <laughs> oh, yeah. stained and you know like i just look like absolute ass dude i used to dress so nice and like after a while i was like you know what i just want to be comfortable <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing. So, uh, Soso Toys put up their uh, Nagasonic Teen Warhead for $110. This comes out uh, July to September 2020. And holy shit, this thing looks dope. Dude, a few if weeks it ago, looks this good, like when it comes out, I'm probably going to get it. Dean, a few weeks ago, we were talking about Endor Princess Leia. And I was saying, like, there's something about that sculpt that just lacks that spice that carrie fisher is known for like it just doesn't feel like carrie fisher yeah it's kind and of this like sculpt spice. just has so much sauce in it like it's spicy like this yeah. is this is a damn good sculpt uh again the the fabric outfit does look a little odd uh it looks like a jersey material but i'm wondering uh how it'll be in the final product but yeah for 110 bucks i mean you really can't go wrong Ooh, and that's uh really that's gorgeous. gonna be coming out you know in the next few months, I think this is this July is to September. So probably a super easy pickup for me, just because I only have Deadpool. Yeah, um, I like Colossus, but he's such like a, I don't know, like a goody two shoes. He's just like, he's not a very like. When I think of the Deadpool movies, I I don't know. Colossus is like not one of the first characters I think about. Negasonic Teenage Warhead definitely like the number two character I think about when I think of those movies so this is probably an easy pickup for me yeah 100 doesn't come with a ton of accessories but again it's 100 bucks like what one head sculpt uh four hands plus the two on the body a head sculpt in the base okay because it shows that head sculpt and the eyes are different but that's a good point maybe there is only one head sculpt yeah all the there was several pictures with these red eyes but maybe they were doing like a photoshop effect maybe i don't know yeah i mean either way that's it'd be cool to have a second head sculpt but i mean either way it's good Dean, this figure broke the internet. It's the oh. Mar Toys, the Clown, $158 coming out Q1 2021. This is a, uh, I guess it's the 1989 uh, Reek. It's like a copy of the DX08. 
And uh, this is just an outfit set with accessories, so you will be responsible uh, for purchasing a body. And, uh, man, this thing... uh, Obviously, I think they're probably using Hot Toys promotional... uh, or Hot Toys head sculpts to promote their products. Um, But if, if indeed, the head sculpt does look like this, I think this is going to be a game-changer for the six-scale hobby. On TNS's website, there was, like... I think over like 150 orders in the first weekend. Uh, many people ordering two, three sets at a time. And um, man, this is going to really put a dent in the DX weight market because uh, we have friends. Manny was really considering dropping $500 on a DX weight a few weeks ago. And yeah, if he's he able to get close. this suit for 158 bucks and a body for, you know, 20 to 50 bucks, I mean, that's a $200 representation of Jack Nicholson as the, the Joker in your collection. And, and I think that's going to really uh, kind of ruin the market for this figure going forward. Uh, so we'll have to see the quality when it comes out, but it is not that far away. So I am um, shocked. It's taken this long. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to do this. Cause there's, I mean, how many different ledger jokers out there? Uh, well, first party and third party. There's, there's, you know, probably half a dozen, a dozen. Right. So it's like, uh, how, how did it take this long to get this figure out there? Yeah, um, I think it's a slam dunk. Uh, again, just because you know those those markets have dried up for people either wanting to sell it or I'll sell it, but it's got to be worth me selling it. So you know they jack up the price. So yeah, um, is it for me? This is just one of those instances where I think it's cool that this figure is now being readily available. Yeah. Look at this arrow in the chat says, did I miss new this week? And Danny missed it as well. So they're going to have to rewatch it later. You guys are so nice. That is uh wait. Was want, a good... um, you wanted a what? Oh, uh, Red Wolf asked me a question earlier. If I was uh, picking up the most speed of one forty eight. Yes. Um, are you probably not? I'm not a huge Mospita. That being said, I haven't really watched the entire thing, so I'm I gotta remake my way through all of Robotech, but uh I, yeah. I just love the first series so much that I like always restart. Now this is something that dropped on us this morning. It's yeah. the Mafex Spider Gwen and Spider Ham coming in at $110, releasing April 2021. This thing looks great. I think it's interesting that we're seeing uh Spider Ham and Spider Gwen packaged together so often. Hot Toys did it. Now uh, Mafex is doing it. Mafex, Mafex. Um, I think this looks great. I think the head sculpt looks really good. I think it the uh, the posability looks really good. I really want to get the uh, the Mafex uh, Miles that's dropping this month. Um, but yeah, this thing just looks really good. I have no complaints about it. It looks fantastic. Um, yeah, I'm I'm just a little also weirded out with her and Spider Ham. Like, why? Um, they don't. I don't even think they interact in the movie. Um, and also, if you're going to do that, it kind of makes you want the whole team. Yeah, that's the thing. is like Penny Parker, I don't think, could be packaged with another character because she has the big robot. Right. But I almost think it would make more sense to put like um, Noir Spider-Man and Peter Porker because Gwen comes with a head sculpt and... Like, you know what I mean? Like, she comes with, I think it looks like two head sculpts in this picture, or at least two yeah. face plates. Yeah. And Spider-Man Noir doesn't have a head sculpt. It's just, like, I think the only thing you could do with them is, like, a posable cape, like a like a, a, a flowing cape effect. 
So it make more sense to put Spider-Ham with him. I don't know if this is them telling us we're not going to get the full team, but um, yeah, it is. I would almost rather not have Spider-Ham if I'm not going to get the team. Does that make sense? Because now you're just like leaving me like... Because they did, I think they did announce Peter B. Parker as well. So that's four of the six already. So it'd be interesting to see what they, um, it'd be interesting to see what they do. Shauna says, does that not seem kind of expensive for Gwen and Spider-Ham? Any good materials? Uh, Mofex is traditionally around the $100 price point uh, because they are, they are imported figures. Um, But I mean, that... It, it does also, sound expensive, but the quality, the, yeah. the smoothness of the articulation, how well they're incorporated into the figure is a lot better and crisper in the paint apps than like a 20 to $25 Marvel Legend. With yeah. that being said, Marvel uh, Legends are catching up to the quality of like Figuarts and, and Mafex. But uh, yeah, unfortunately, with these third, these uh, not third part, but these Japanese figures, you are paying a, a pretty penny on the import for them. Yeah, but Mafex is usually quality wise. The pretty, best. pretty good yeah um they do have some qc issues but it's been i don't know two years since i've really seen them i think they like r- really learned from their mistakes and have stepped up but um i mean that changes almost figure to figure so i guess we'll see yeah. i don't have any qualms paying that kind of money for um a muffix Dean, this weekend during the bluefin digital event slash ma- uh, manga anime digital event in their figure panel, they announced that they are making an SH Figuarts Bardock. Uh, and this just looks great. This is from the original, uh, I guess, like the original canon or the quote-unquote non-canon Bardock. Uh, lots of bitching. Uh, I think you yeah. wanted to talk about that, Dean. So go ahead and get yeah. into that. Okay, so when I first saw this figure, my my first gut instinct was, oh, well, it's not the one from the Broly movie, which... When I first saw that, <laughs> I was like, why the fuck did they change Bardock? Like, I understand that those old movies are no longer canon, but you see him in the actual show. There's flashbacks of him in the show. Yeah, once or uh, twice, yeah. Also in the manga. So to say that this Bardock isn't canon, which a lot of people are complaining. They're like, I want a canon version. It's like, but this has been. That's an interesting thing because the Broly movie is obviously canon, but Dragon Ball Z has multiple layers of canon. So you could have like, like the the gold standard for canon is it was it in the manga? Because there's some episodes of Dragon Ball Z that are not canon, the filler episodes. Okay. And so you have like manga canon, uh, TV show canon, then like movie canon. And if Bardock uh, was in the manga, then then that's like the highest tier of of what actually happened. Exactly. And and with movie canon being a little less than that, you know, I, I would almost say that that this, even though it probably has less screen time and it's less recent, this is probably in the in like the the more hardcore Dragon Ball fans, this is probably like the the canon slash true Bardock. To me, it is. Yeah, I mean, but it's also one that we've had for so long. I mean, Bardock was a film that, you know, I was like eight and I was watching that movie. Yeah. You know, I mean, but, the new one is just a few years old. So to me, when I think when I think Bardock, uh, I think this. And I think it's interesting that Dragon Stars made this figure 
uh, this year, and then now Figuarts is doing it as well. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I have a lot of problems with, okay, one, everyone always says, like, oh, well, the Dragon Ball movies aren't, like, technically canon. And it's like, okay, but the Broly movie is a movie. So is that canon, or is it not? Wait, which Broly movie? The new Broly movie or the old one? Because it's like, okay, well, if those movies aren't canon, and never were, they were never canon. Wait, just to confirm, you're talking about the old Broly movie, right? I'm talking about the new one. But Okay, okay, the old one was never canon. None of the old movies were ever canon. Yeah, They were just like side adventures that could have happened. Exactly, yeah. So it's like, okay, but what makes the new Broly movie (coughs) canon? Does that make sense? Like, if these old ones weren't, why is this one now special? Well, the reason why, uh, from what I understand, uh, watching some of these Dragon Ball Z YouTubers, is the Broly movie was written by Akira Toriyama. The other okay. movies were written by, like, Someone. authors that had permission to write them, okay. but they're they're not... Like, for example, there's some some films, like, you know, when they're training for Cell, and then these films take place during the training for film... Uh, for yeah. sale and and the adventure that they take is never uh explored never mentioned none of the things that right. happened ever influenced the main storyline uh that's because those were not a part of the manga and and such not technically canon uh but it it gets into that like level of like you know specificity and like it's just dragon ball canon is just so weird yeah it's a little wongos but so but in in okay so in the movie the broly movie the new one Yes. Dragon Ball Super Broly. Yes. They changed Bardock's character. They also changed Goku. And it's like, you have it in the manga and Dragon Ball. He's like an infant baby, like fresh out of the womb. Yeah, like in Earth. a diaper and like not able he, to fend for himself. Yeah, he's crying. He, he like almost not even like cognitive like doesn't know what's happening he's a baby and then in the broly movie it's like oh no he's like i don't know like two or two? one it's like wait a minute like actually hang on, let, me, let me let me Uh-oh. you can keep talking about whatever oh, yeah it's like why are you what <sighs> i just don't understand why they backtrack and changed not only bardock's appearance but also like basically goku's origin story to illustrate this is goku as represented in the original dragon ball and the original manga so let me solo cam myself yeah he's a little baby which is a little baby with a diaper a sweet angel infant and then in the broly film when he goes to earth he's put in a pod and he looks like this like he's like a full-ass kid yeah exactly armor so it's like which really fucks up the Dragon Ball canon because, like, Grandpa <laughs> Gohan found him as an in, like a tiny infant and took him in. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, I don't know why they took these weird liberties with an already established canon. So when people see this figure and they're like, "That's not canon, Bardock," it's like, but it is. It's it's not only in the manga; it's in the original Dragon Ball Z series. Yeah. So to me, this is the Bardock to get, like. No yeah. question. Now, if they came out with another Bardock, I probably would buy it just because I like Dragon Ball figures. But like, if I could only have one, this is the one I would get because it's like they changed a bunch of shit for no reason. This is the Bardock. When I think Bardock, this is what I think of. Is what I'm saying, and I think this is a badass figure, and I'm gonna get it. 
Yeah, this is like the best picture we have. They they really just kind of snuck this in during this event. So uh, not a for pre-order yet, but we will update you guys as it becomes available. Uh, NECA put up this tweet. They said, how do you celebrate the Daily Jaws 45 years? And they're showing a picture of their NECA Jaws figure, which we've talked about for a few months now. And this thing looks fucking huge. I don't think that it's going to be in scale with their 8-inch scale figures. Um, but this looks really exciting. Um, I, I just cannot wait to see more of it. That I mean, I'm very am shocked at how big this thing is. That's what she said. Um, because you had the the shark that I found you, and to yes. me, I was like, oh, that's a big ass shark. Like that's, I think the one I had is bigger than this one. I think it just depends on how tall this guy is. I mean, if he's as tall as you, that's way bigger than the shark that you have by like quite a bit. I would say where that dot is up, that's almost like a. I don't know, man. I mean, I guess it remains to be seen because it is also the perspective because he's holding it away from his body. That's true. Um, yeah, but just seeing this picture, it's way bigger than I thought it was going to be. Um, this can be so an instant pre-order. I think. Yeah, I think they said this was going to come in around 100 bucks, so this is going to be an instant pre-order for me, and I cannot wait to get it. Uh, let's get into figures that were released this week. Hawkeye was released. Um, again, another character that I just really don't care about. Uh, watched a few reviews. I mean, I guess. I just don't really <laughs> like the head sculpt. Yeah. The whole Ronin concept is is just fucking stupid. Um, um, yeah. yeah. Three minutes of the movie. Yeah, I'm not a it huge fan. Feel like, oh my god, he's on a fucking murdering rampage. And then it's like, Hawkeye, come back to the team. He's like, all right. And then they just like, okay, he's back now. It's like, okay, but he's like, like murdered a bunch of people. Like, yeah, right. Are you gonna, <laughs> like, blood on his swords. Like, is it just like a lawless land of everyone doing whatever they want? <laughs> I just can't get over the dumb fucking haircut. Like, it's it, and the the tattoo. Like it's like okay, he's so edgy now. Wait, where did he get a tattoo at? The arm? Remember, he's got full sleeve. Oh yeah. <laughs> and it's, like, it's just like oh man, like edgy for edgy's sake. It literally has nothing to do with the story. It's not like it's like every time he killed someone, he got like a like a cross on his arm or something. It's just like <laughs> it literally is edgy for edgy's sake. The same with the haircut. So and like you said, it's like Ronan is, yeah, I don't know. And he yeah, doesn't does uh, wear that outfit in the movie. I don't even remember. Yeah, for like two seconds, and then Black Widow finds him. He's like, "Don't give me hope." Well, that's no. what I meant. Like after after that, he doesn't no, no, wear. No, it, right? no, so no. Like this is like a two, like literally like a one scene wonder outfit. <laughs> yeah, I just I just can't get over the fact that this head sculpt looks like uh, juiced soul from uh, TikTok. <laughs> I'm not a fan. A lot of people said this head sculpt looks Asian. Uh, I think in certain conditions, I, I guess I could see that. Um, I don't think the it's as bad as some people are saying it. I think a lot of pictures no. I'm not going to go to war over hot toys with this one. This one isn't as bad as Ant Man, but uh, you're all right. Just not not my favorite. Yeah, it's like a character I I really could care less about. So. Dean, the present toys Django and uh, Mizure Candy uh, have been released. And my God. Now, you might look at this, right? If you're a casual observer and think, man, maybe that looks okay. But if you know 
what I had to live with <laughs> for five years, four years. <laughs> this thing is so much better. That sense. So much better than that ass awful head sculpt that I used to own. The outfit looks better. I am so excited to see reviews of this. Uh, I only ordered the Django, but I'm so excited to see reviews of this. I haven't fully paid off. I'm just waiting for it to ship to TNS. Django looks fantastic. I mean, yeah, I am in love with this. Um, you you had sent me. We were memeing a little bit, but you had sent me the original figure that you had, it's and it, it it's literally a different person. It's like I could at least see Jamie Foxx in the sculpt. It could yeah. be better, but it could. <laughs> it, could it could definitely be worse. Yeah. Shauna. Uh, Shauna says, uh, unpopular opinion, but I didn't think Ant-Man was that bad. That's your opinion. I mean, yeah, the, from the, the point f- of this show, I think I think sometimes uh, these things get lost. Like, I'm a very negative person, so I tend to think, like, very glass half full about yeah. things. But that's my opinion. I think it's great when we have, you know, when Dean, you and I differ on things, or we have uh, listeners that differ, because those are all different opinions, and... I mean, really, that's all that we uh, we're here to talk about is our opinion. So, if you like uh, Ant Man, by all means, buy it. I mean, you know, if it makes you happy, I that's. And we had said it in the last episode. Other than the teeth or the mouth, it looks just like Paul Rudd. Yeah, they nailed it. You have the the picture that Eric uh, edited. Uh, that's gonna be at the end of the show. Okay, uh, you'll see it at the end of the show. It's fantastic. Um, it looks just like him, but you add those weird teeth in there, and it, it's just throws the sculpt off but um going back to the django and what's his name uh calvin candy calvin candy that's right i don't know the calvin just doesn't really look like him uh maybe like a cousin does that make sense yeah the likeness is almost there but not quite but that being said django and shane is probably one of the greatest movies of this generation um such so a these good movie. pretty dope figures. I can't believe nobody made actual ones, like licensed. Uh, there was a rumor that there was a company that was going to make them. Let me see if I can pull it up real quick. And I guess they either didn't uh, didn't get the licenses approved or something like that. But it was uh, Interbay. Oh, okay. Yeah, Interbay teased them. And let me see. I don't want to pull up this guy's video. If I can avoid it, but I mean, they looked fantastic. And here, let me let me. So this is this is an interbay teaser, and we know how teasers can be, but this is this is what they showed us uh, oh, eight years see, ago. That looks amazing. Yeah, but that's I highly doubt that that's what you would have received. Personally. Well, um, I mean, sure, but like just that Calvin next to the other one, like. Yeah, but those pictures also have a lot of contrast on them. I don't think those are like good representations of what you'd get. And these are obviously with flash, so they're pretty washed out. You are correct. I I will say that the photos rarely do a figure justice. Yeah, Cody says I will admit Ronan would have been better with figure if we had a Hawkeye movie where he is just taking on uh, the Yakuza or something yeah. more of a background on screen rather than a casual nod to the comics. Yep, um, he's right. Someone says not Calvin. I thought that was his name. Let me look this up real quick. Alvin Candy. That is his name. Calvin J. Candy. You are killing me. Uh, Super Mad Toys uh, put up a post that they're delaying their K by another two to three weeks because of production issues. 
at the uh, factory. They submitted to the factory this photo on the left, and what they received was this this print on the right, which is obviously not up to their standards. Uh, the grip is supposed to be carbon fiber, and that obviously doesn't look anything like carbon fiber. And they're having them redo all of the handles. Initially, I was upset, but then today they posted these pictures, and my god, this thing looks good. These are the different head sculpts that you get, several accessories. Uh, the jacket looks fantastic. The holster looks really good. I am so excited for this figure. Uh, I personally can't wait. Dean, have you been able... I think you were talking to Greg about it earlier. Oh, you know what? I totally did not PM him because I, I went to sleep. But um, Dude, you got to get on that because this figure is going to be hard to find because everyone's been waiting two years for it, and I don't yeah. think people are going to sell it you know, that quick if they are. Yeah. Um, I'm almost... You sent you sent me the oh it's been delayed again. I was like I'm not even mad. I'm more impressed at this point that they can yeah. keep delaying it. But like you said, it's like you've already waited two years. If waiting two more weeks gives you a better product, who cares? Like, yeah, at this point, I've waited two years. I've waited two years, so you know, yeah, I, I can wait two more weeks. But yeah, this looks really good. I, I'm really impressed. I can't wait till TNS gets it. And uh, I'm hoping if if everything goes well, I'll have this in hand probably by late July. So, dude, that thing. one right there with his jacket up is that's that's ripped so off the screen. And the one yeah. thing is like that I that I can't understate enough is how good this jacket looks. Uh, it's weathered really well. The fur is really nice. Um, yeah, the fact that you color. have yeah, it looks like a metal closure here. I think they fixed that from the string. Um, this looks really good. I, the boots are weathered really well. Um, Everything looks really good. I think the one thing that was a little odd in the picture they showed last week, which got roasted pretty bad and made them actually go to the factory to take these photos, was the hands were unpainted. But these look painted, so it'll definitely be interesting to see what happens. The blood effect looks really good here on the sculpt, uh, and I'm really excited to see this. So uh, definitely expect a review on our YouTube channel once that yeah, does come in. Watch Dean, we talked movers and shakers, and... Uh, these are figures that I think are going to be moving. Ant-Man, I think, is going to be trending upwards, both the Civil War and the solo movie uh, Ant-Man. I've already yeah. seen like a half dozen posts for this figure. And uh, Shaker, I think the DXOA Joker is going to be dropping. What do you think? Uh, Yeah. Um, I mean, I think there's enough people out there that don't really care about the sculpt that this figure, I don't, I don't think the other two Ant-Mans will skyrocket. They'll definitely go up. Um, but then then now you have three Ant Mans on the market. I think eventually the price is just gonna go down again. Um, but with the the Joker, I don't know, man. I I don't see that figure going down in price, even with the kit. I just don't. I don't know, man. I I could see it going down. I mean, if there's no other way to get the figure, then then the price stays high. You know what I mean? Like I feel like there were many Mark Sixes that were not purchased on the secondary market because that third party Mark Six came out and it was so good. Yeah, but now even that figure sold out, and they're both. See, really now that's the problem. That's why I think people are buying two or three sets of these to hold on to them as an investment. I don't Ooh, think that there's I, anyone out there that needs three of these. I, dude, I think it's going to be the exact same thing. It's like, oh, it's a five hundred dollar DX or a, a uh, three hundred fifty dollar kit. That you're buying secondhand from someone that bought it for 150. The market was not affected at all for the real Mark Six. 
I mean, sure, maybe for a little bit. Maybe it they was. didn't sell it fast, but guess what? Now the other one's off the market too. So I, I maybe it dips, maybe, but it, I still think they're both going to be too expensive one day. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. That is a very good point, Dean. It's that time of the show. Yeah, we want to thank Water Scrapyard. Our friends over at Water Scrapyard, uh, thank you for sponsoring this week's episode of Collecting Weekly. You can find them on Instagram and their Facebook and their eBay, all under Water Scrapyard. Uh, they make 3D printed parts for your hard to come by Kenner and Hasbro vehicles, as well as resin printed head sculpts of dozens of different characters in the Star Wars universe. If you don't see a character you like on their Instagram, you can send them a message and get one made for a reasonable price. Uh, Jason Nelson says, uh, we'll actually touch on that in a second. Mario says DX09 Batman is skyrocketing. Uh, Yeah, that's going to be a big one, actually. That's a good point. Let's go back there. Um, Million dollars. Oh, is that Greg? Is he fucking with me? probably um yeah we're going to talk about the dx09 going up as well in the um segment with batman but uh yeah (laughs) that uh let's talk about it now i I really think that that's going to be the case uh with the uh the new show being teased what do you think dean the the, the rumor that uh keaton is going to return as batman oh yeah isn't that for a movie though uh, yeah, it's for the Flash movie, which I'm surprised because all the rumors are saying Ezra Miller's still the Flash, but he also didn't he choke that lady out in the bar? I guess that just oh, yeah. was like not happening. I guess I don't know. I think it, he's like um, not to get too political on here, but he's a uh, like a non-gender binary guy. So I don't think they like held it against him as much as they probably should have. Like gender fluid, I guess is more. Right, oh. he like doesn't he wear like dresses and stuff. I don't I, know that much about Ezra Miller, but I know he's not like I don't know, like a masculine dude. So I don't think like people really cared that much, which is fucking beyond me. But um, I've never heard of that about him. But if that's, I mean, I don't really care. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I, I feel like if you do something fucked up, regardless of what you identify exactly. as. I'm with you. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know why they didn't make a bigger deal. I mean, I will say this. That clip was like a small tidbit of probably a confrontation that we, we're getting sidetracked. Yeah, apparently, is returning. <laughs> uh, uh, I will say this. I did, dude, not even like a week ago, I, I looked this up because uh, my sister is asking about it. Apparently, the girl was like harassing him at the bar and like followed him outside after she got him kicked out and it, it just came to a head. But anyway, um yeah i didn't realize he was getting his own movie which i liked him as the flash a little some people didn't i liked i liked his representation as the flash so the fact that he's getting his own movie i'm kind of excited and the fact that michael keaton is in talks to return it's pretty fucking cool yeah so we have that up on the screen here uh, yeah, I think that's definitely going to uh, increase the market there for the DX08. I've seen several people trying to buy them this week. And uh, yeah, I think it's really good stuff. I know my, uh, Manny was really excited about it. And uh, oh, I think for good reason. Dude, we called this uh, years ago on the Did show. 
Remember, like, it would be cool if Michael Keaton came back as, like, an old oh, Batman. But yeah, ours, ours was with uh, Michael B. Jordan as that Batman. Was like, that was, like, when we were still in your kitchen. Yep. A long time ago. Um, yeah, I'm just a little confused. I guess it would be because the Flash can, like, go through time, right? So I like, guess would he be playing an older Batfleck? Or maybe going to a different universe? That's what, that's what I'm asking. Like, I don't understand how... I don't know. Wouldn't that be some shit if he wasn't even Batman? He was just like Ezra just... Miller's older dad that's out of prison. <laughs> oh <laughs> like, my god, that would fucking suck, dude. Dude, everyone's like getting super high for this and buying like <laughs> DXO9 Batman for like yeah. hella expensive. And then they're like, oh, I, well actually, we didn't say he was coming back as Batman. We just said he was in the movie. What did you guys think? <laughs> <laughs> dude, that would be the ultimate troll. Dude, oh god. That would be fucking hilarious. Oh man, that would be that'd be some shit, man. So definitely check out that figure. Uh, Dean, you had a beautiful collecting story that you wanted to share on the podcast. Yes, dude. It's just like we've built a wonderful community. Um, not to pat ourselves on the back, but I just think it's a really cool community that we have here. So I was messaging Danny Lee, and uh, it's usually just like we're always talking about Robotech, so it's like, oh, what, what figure are you getting? Or I'll ask him his advice, like, oh, what do you think I should get, this or that? And we're just going back and forth, and he was like, yeah, I really want to get one of these eventually, but it's, like, super expensive. And I was like, you know what? I think I've seen that at Buddy's here in town. I'll swing by and see if he, if he still has it, and if he does, how much he wants for it. Yeah. So I go to Buddy's the next day, and sure enough, he still has it. I had missed it, but he had like hidden the box somewhere and then had the figure on display somewhere else that I wasn't looking at. And I was like, oh, yeah, I think this is the figure. So I sent Danny a picture. He's like, yeah, that's the one. And uh, he was like, it's 100 bucks." And I was like, oh, it's a pretty good deal. And so I, I send it to Danny. I was like, hey, man, it's 100 bucks. If you want it, I could pick it up for you and then mail it to you. And then, like, while I'm texting um, Danny, uh, Buddy's like, oh, I've had it a while. Oh, you can have it for 80 So I was like, sweet. Uh, you know, Buddy's always looking out for us, helping us plus out. Tax. Plus tax. Um, yeah, I had to pay tax. Always. <laughs> and uh, he, um, so I, I was like, hey, Danny, 80 bucks. Uh, here's my PayPal. He sent me the money. I bought it for him. Saved him well over uh, like 150 bucks, yeah. Um, and then you, uh, we also had other stuff that we were gonna send him, so we packaged that in a big ass box and we shipped it to him. So, yeah, it was expensive, man. That was a lot of postage. That was, that, was, that was our postal budget for the month, yeah. I also I drew him a picture, I don't think I told him that. Oh, spoiler, but he'll, I mean. He doesn't know what it is, but I drew him a picture and um, we signed the, uh, was it a show sheet? Yeah, we gave him a signed show sheet. Uh, we used to send those out every once in a while, but it's been a while since so we've been yeah. doing the, the digital streaming. We haven't done that in a while, but I thought, you know, it, it was time to send one out. You know, yeah. we send them out here and there. And uh, yeah, it's, we, like, it's, just, it's just nice. It's just, it, We have connections like, oh, hey, this guy has a toy store. Let me go over there and see. Because apparently we're like the only people with toy stores. 
Oh, which I thought was funny. Not literally, but um, <laughs> every time I talk to somebody, they're like, "Man, I wish I had someplace like that." I'm like, "You don't. Like, you live in like a big ass city." Like, no, yeah, you gotta you gotta look harder, man. These are mom and pop stores that we're going to. Um, yeah, and, and buddies is you know he's such a good guy and um, just very um, he wants to help collectors out. And then while I was there, I, like I said, I bought a transformer from him. And he was very appreciative of the business, and I was appreciate that he was helping me out and to help another collector out, and that's just like the kind of community that we have is like just collectors helping collectors. It's, so we're not getting price gouged all the time. That is very true. And uh, so let's go to this video here that my buddy made for us. Um, again, I haven't watched it yet, but uh, it's for us or for you? No, no. I asked him if he could make it for the show. Oh, for, okay. Um, just because the story is pretty crazy so let me give you some backstory here so ultimate fallout 4 is the first appearance of miles morales right okay there's a lot of things going on in the world that are impacting that book's value first you have obviously uh the video game the ps5 that that really shot it up uh the miles morales video game spider-verse made it go up quite a bit the fact that there's a second spider-verse in production is is also a thing to a lesser extent, just the fact that he is an African uh, Latino, African Afro Latino uh, character is is increasing his value. This is a time where uh, people are very proud of their heritage, and uh, he is a diverse character. So, um, the 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 book Raw went from being like a two hundred dollar book now to like a four five hundred dollar book, like just wow. not even graded. Uh, Nine point eight goes anywhere from like 12 to like, I mean, it's, it's in the th- like over a thousand dollar range. Um, and I found a deal from my good friend, Sean, um, for 9.6, which is like one step below like a perfect grade. Mm-hmm. Uh, and those have been going for quite a bit as well. And, uh, talking to Danny Lee, he's, he's telling me like this book could very well be like this generation's, uh, first appearance of, of the original Spider-Man, you know, in amazing fantasy. And he's like, you know, I would not sleep on buying this book, you know, at, at almost any price right now because, you know, five years down the line, even just a year down the line, this thing could be worth way more than than what it's going for currently. So let me actually let me unshare this and put the audio on. So this is a, a video that Sean shot for me. I asked him to tell me a little bit about the book, how he got it, and uh, let's see what he gave me. So it's about four minutes long. So we're going to watch this and uh, we can answer questions as we go. Hi everyone. My name is Sean. I'm a good friend of Zach's back from uh, our old Texas state, our old Texas state days. I met him back in uh, probably around 2011. Um, went to a local comic book shop and we kind of met there and hung out, had similar interests with what we collected. Um, but today he's asked me to do a short video on a recent deal that we've done. Uh, if he wants to give the details of it, he can give you the details of what's going on with that. But uh, he wanted us to talk about this ultimate Fallout 9.6 CGC, the first appearance of the new Spider-Man, Miles Morales. Um, so, a little bit about me first, though. I can't. I uh, I collect comic toys, video games, hot toys, statues, but I've been collecting comics for about uh, seven years now, and it's less about the book and more about the the uh, the hunt for me and where it's coming from and where I found it, that makes it that much more valuable to me uh, when I do pick things up. 
Uh, I like going to small comic book shops around Texas and other states when I have the chance. Uh, this particular book was found in Port Arthur, Texas, which is a small town about three hours away east of Houston. Um, and I was out there because my my wife and her family live in about another in another city about 15 minutes away from there called Bridge City. And this little comic book shop, All Star Comics, is about it was the only comic book shop closer to where they live without having to go to Beaumont. Um, but basically, All Star Comics is like a small a small comic book shop there in Port Arthur. Uh, Good selection of new comics, toys, uh, not really statues or anything like that. They might have some uh, uh, PVC gallery diamond select stuff. Uh, they have a small key wall, and that's where I found this book. It was sitting up there on the top shelf. I asked them to pull it down, and uh, I went ahead and bought it for a really good price about four years ago, three or four years ago. And it's just kind of been sitting in my comic book boxes uh, about two years ago, I decided to go go ahead and get it graded. Uh, so I went to a local comic book shop here in San Antonio, Heroes and Fantasies, and they offer CGC as a service. So basically what you would do is you go into that comic book shop, you tell them this is the, the book I want to get graded, and they would go through the same CGC paperwork that you would do online, but in person there at the shop. They package it up nice and tight for you, and they ship it off, and they're real good about keeping track of their uh, their books that go in and out. Uh, I also got this book pressed by a local vendor that they use, uh, so that helped out the grade a little bit. Uh, but Zach had reached out on uh, about this book, and I mentioned to him that I could probably find it, but at the same time, I also had one myself. And uh, we just kind of worked on a deal and figured out what what we wanted out of it. And uh, that was about it. He uh, says this is his grail book, so I'm excited that it's going to him. And he's, uh, from what I could tell, he's starting a whole new Miles Morales uh, display. So it's going to make a good addition for him in his collection. It's going to look really good. Uh, that's about it, though, guys. It's a great book. Uh, I think this book real is uh, one of the first books that really projected uh, Brian Michael Bendis's career into being uh, a head leader of Marvel and a lot of the stuff that came after him with a lot of the newer style characters, the younger characters, uh, and then uh, eventually he leaves to DC. But I think Miles Morales and Riri Williams are probably the two best additions that he's given to uh, Marvel through these books. And uh, yeah, that's about it. So if y'all ever have any questions, feel free to reach out to Zach and he can help you out. What a guy, man. What well, I was about to guy. say, what a guy. Well articulated. He's got a mic and shit. Like, does he do yeah, that? So, yeah, so he initially, uh, Sean... Excuse me. Uh, about two years ago, Sean wanted to start a podcast after seeing like our show in its infancy, mm. and he'd got some equipment, and then you know just life happens, and and he kind of forgot about it. And uh, you know he's still interested in doing content, and so I, I told him like, hey, if you ever like, we don't know that much about comics. If you ever Almost want nothing. to produce uh, uh, some comic content for our, our YouTube channel, 
you know, you have the equipment, you're well articulated, like, you know, we'd love to have you feature you on the channel. So uh, Sean, I think is going to be doing some, some content for us. We're just dotting the I's and crossing the T's. Uh, but all that Dean started from uh, this post. Oh, did I not put it? Damn it. I put a post up on Ox um, looking for uh, that book. And uh, yeah, I mean, he, he reached out to me and like you said, it, it was, not the exact cover that I wanted, but it's actually the one that's more sought after. I was looking for a second print with the alternate artwork. Mm. And uh, yeah, I mean, the price that he gave me for this is, uh, is you know, definitely a lot less than it's going for on the eBay market, on the secondary market. Um, yeah, it's just a great price. And, uh, you know, big shout out to Ageless Geeks because part of the deal was tracking down a figure he had really wanted it was the Pepper Potts Rescue Figure Arts, which is a Japan exclusive. And uh, Ageless Geeks had it for a great price. We were able to basically purchase that and then do the rest in cash. And uh, that was that was a big thing for him. So uh, huge shout out to Sean. Like I said, 9.6. You know, these these are going for buku money. And he probably could have made about twice as much money selling it to uh, someone on eBay. Uh, but he gave me a great deal. I was able to like get I my said, grail book. Collectors helping collectors. We should just change our name to that. <laughs> what a guy. Yeah. Dean, for this week's yeah. retro review, uh, you had mentioned on Ox uh, this morning or yesterday evening. I don't remember. Uh, but uh, Tubi, which is an app we've talked about several times, has the entire series of Robotech, like they call it on the show, Robotech. Yeah. Three digitally remastered for free. Yeah, Robotech. they have the original uh, aired version, digitally remastered, and Super Dimension Fortress Macross, which is the original, um, in Japanese with subtitles. It's fantastic. I was like, oh my god, Tubi, because literally like a week ago, I was like, I'm going to watch Robotech again, and it's not on Netflix. I was like, what the hell? Yeah. Um, And I was doing what I do. I was on YouTube watching toy reviews, and I was watching a Robotech one. Uh, He was reviewing some vintage toys, and he was like, oh, it's on Tubi. And I was like, when is this? When was this video made? It was made like a month ago. So I was like, "Oh my god!" So I went on Tubi, and sure enough, there they are. Yeah. And I was like, "Dude, Zach loves Tubi," and I already had it on my phone because you made me download it. But or you didn't make me, but you suggested it, so I did it. And now I have a reason to use it. Yeah, it's fantastic. So first five episodes uh, was interesting, very interesting. Uh, I did like a lot about it. And uh, I think like I think it was episode four felt a little fillerish to me. It's where like uh, they're they're like the lost trap. in the ship. Yeah, 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 yeah. That I don't like that episode, but uh, I like the art style. I like that. Um, let me think. It's so the main character's name. I can't remember his name. I'm totally Rick. blanking. Rick Hunter. He's not like an ace pilot. Like he's a good pilot because he's from the air circus. But like, yeah, when he gets into the the robot, he's just like, nope, don't want to do just this. A guy. Yeah, yeah. I, I like that you saw his struggle in the first few episodes. Uh, Roy Fokker, pretty good. Are they brothers? He keeps calling him Big Brother and Little Brother. Um, so there's like kind of debated. Uh, depends on again. There's a lot of there's like the books, and then there's the original Japanese version. From what I understand on Robotech, that Roy was adopted by Rick's parents. Gotcha. Yeah. So I like it though. Yeah, um, I think in Robotech they're actually brothers. The the remaster is fantastic. You were showing me some screen comparisons of the um, Oh yeah, it's much cleaner. Of um, the the original versus the remastered. Uh the music is great. 
The effects are really good. The plot's kind of goofy. Like, oh, this alien ship craft uh, crash. Let's just rebuild it, and then like, I don't know. That was kind of cheesy, but yeah, I, I, I did mean, like it. I did. There's like a it. lot. Again, this is you know, it's an older show. Back when these were coming out, they really didn't care about story. They wanted to sell toys. Um, mm-hmm. And rewatching it, um, even today, I watched I think six episodes. It goes from like, hey, we found this like crash alien ship and we're gonna reverse engineer it. And then they get like sneak attacked. The aliens have no idea who the earthlings are. And then Roy is like, yeah, there's a reason why our ships can transform into giant robots is because we're fighting giant aliens. It's like, but you weren't fighting them five minutes ago. You didn't know they existed. So it was like, it's a huge leap in logic. But, you know, if you just watch the show for fun, it's such a good yeah, show. Yeah, I, I mean, this isn't it. like 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 the most plot. I mean, this is like Pokemon. Like, it's not supposed to have the most airtight plot. You yeah, know what I'm it's like, like it's just to watch it and have fun. Start the story and let's go. Um, that's why I asked you earlier. I was like, do you like um, subtitles? Subtitles. Because on YouTube, you could watch the Macross Do You Remember Love, which is basically the the first 25 episodes of Robotech in one movie. Uh-huh. And it, it skips a lot of the filler. Um, when, the, when the movie starts, there's already a space fortress in space, and people live on it, and they're already at war with the, uh, the Zentrali, or I don't mm-hmm. know what they're called in them, because it's uh, more faithful to... Macross, not Robotech, but um, uh, and like I said, it's the first 25 episodes, so like Rick rescues Min May, they get stranded, they like fall in love, and then the movie progresses. I'm not gonna ruin the rest of the show for you kids to keep watching it, um, but uh, yeah, and you're like, no, I don't really like, I don't really like uh, reading subtitles, so it's like, oh, okay, like I prefer watching Robotech anyway, but. Do you remember love is also pretty good if you just want to cut the fat? Yeah, Greg, stop fucking trolling in the comments. Jesus Christ, <laughs> what's he doing? I'll check your messages. Um, yeah, that's uh, it was a it was a very interesting uh show. Here's your collection here, uh, some different figures that you've acquired. Do you want to maybe just tell these people what these are? What lines? Oh, they come yeah, from? oh, thank you for including this. I love. My Robotech collection. Okay, so on the very top is his helmet that he wears. Um, this one is more styled uh, from Do You Remember Love, again, which is the movie, which is the figure standing next to the helmet is Rick Hunter, or Hikaru Ichio from Do You Remember Love. Uh, right under him is a 1-100 scale VF-1J, which is his uh, ship in the in the movie and the show. Or the mm-hmm. show. He doesn't fly into the movie. Uh, and then in the shelf below, I have the Kids Logic 1 6 scale Rick Hunter from the show. Uh, to the left of him is the Bandai DX Chigokin VF1J. That thing is phenomenal. I mean, I wish I could have more than one of these in my collection because it's just literally the best. I, you literally can't get better than uh, Chigokin. Uh, VF figure. Um, then right under that is the 160th scale Yamato VF1J with Super Strike parts. Uh-huh. 
um, to the right of that is the. In fact, you messaged me about this today, but I already had it. Uh, thank you to Rainer. He got it for Christmas. I think he got it for me. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It's the um, Kits Concept One Twelve Scale Rick Hunter. Uh, tons of accessories, uh, different face plates, hands, a gun, a, a little display base. It's like a figure art. It's really nice. Uh-huh. Um, and then to the right of him is the Kits Concept One. Man, what scale is it? I think it's a 172nd scale. Uh-huh. Uh, VF1S, which is piloted by both Rick Hunter and Roy Falker. Yeah. Uh, his brother. So, uh, dude, Robotech is so good. Like, it's like pinnacle, like, vintage 80s, like, cartoons. Where For would me, you, anyway. Where would you be if I had never... Made. Dude, I don't know. I have no idea, dude. I like <sighs> I definitely wouldn't be here, man. Who knows? You'd have a lot more money, that's for sure. That's that's definitely sure. <sighs> Dean, it's that time of the show. We haven't done Grinds My Gears in so long. I don't know. Maybe we have. Yeah, Rainer is in the chat. What's up, Rainer? So uh there was a thread on OSR. Uh, and we have permission to share this thread by Hugo. Okay. Uh, he says, good evening, 1-6 community. Just here for advice and opinions and also help. So I sold this guy, pictured a 1-6 scale Batman armory loose, but new as shown in the picture. So it was loose, but it was uh, the armory comes a part of a bigger set. So it was still sealed in all its wrapping, but it was without the, the bigger box. Right. Uh, when he received it, he immediately contacted me complaining that the bottom of the base had a scratch and that two of the rubber base pads were missing on the bottom of the base. He would like a refund and return the item and has already opened a case with PayPal. Uh, he says I then had to buy a new armory and offered set, which I don't really get why he did that, but you know that's what he did, uh, and noticed that indeed the base comes missing those two pads. I sent him pictures of the one that I recently bought and, and other people commented their photos as well. And he says that it doesn't matter, that it still had a light scratch. Anyway, what do you guys think? I know PayPal will side with him because eBay and PayPal always side with the buyer. Am I being unfair or is he being too picky because the base has a light scratch on the bottom? I have circled in red where the buyer claims it's missing rubber pads. Please comment below. Thanks for your attention. Now, in this picture here, you can see oh my uh, these. God. Hang on. Let's look at it. These two things right here, they are miss, quote unquote missing the pads. Uh, but that is how they are uh, come from the factory. There was no less than three or four people that had commented that theirs were also the same. And on the right here, look at this tiny scratch, dude. This is what, like quarter inch maybe on the bottom of the base. What and this fucking... is after he posted like four photos of oh, the scratch. This is a huge grinds my gears. I fucking can't stand people this that are just buyer's remorse. Buyer's remorse 100%. Um, and and the buyer was just being a huge asshole about it. You can check out this thread on OSR BST, but um, 100%, I think that this was uh, was like you said, buyer's remorse. And so, you know, that's what uh, what's happened. And uh, I don't know, man. I just think this is really bad. If the if the buyer's listening to this right now, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> what a butthole, man! Like what? Yeah, if you're listening to this, just don't ever listen. That's to not even a scratch. That's like a. I don't. I don't even know what to call that. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely not a scratch for sure. I mean, I mean, well, 
Like a but nick. here's the thing. Like that's not, not even a nick because a nick like, means materials missing. I don't. I know will what say that this. Is. It probably might be a scratch, but at the end of the day, it's a scratch at the bottom of a base that you will literally never see. Like no one is ever going to display. This is not the top surface; it's the bottom surface. Yeah, it's also I just, designed to get that way. Otherwise, it would have like I don't know detail and paint under there. Does that make sense? Like the base is designed to protect your figure. So if anything's going to happen, it's going to happen to the base. So it's like, it's already done its job. Apparently like, what are you complaining about? Yeah. This is so, that's so shitty. Uh, But then, then, you know, when you return it, the, the seller can't sell this as new because it's been open. It's no longer a factory sealed. It's a bad situation all around. Like you said, I, I feel like it's buyer's remorse. The, the buyer was saying, well, now I'm going to have to buy one for $1,200 to get a sealed, like a fully sealed copy with the with the figures and everything. Yeah. And the guy was like, well, you're going to buy it and you're going to get it. And it's still going to be missing two pads. And it could have a scratch on it. So uh, fuck that guy. I hope that he does buy one and it does have a scratch on it. Because wouldn't that be some poetic justice, Dean? Yeah, it's like that could have easily, easily happened in the manufacturing product process. Yeah. Like, and the that's guy, not, that's the just guy, like a, a smudge. Hugo even offered a partial refund of, I think it was like 25, 40 bucks. Well, you know, well enough to cover the tragedy of having the scratch on your base, Dean. That's, that's Nestor, Nestor wouldn't do this, Dean. Nestor, Nestor wouldn't, wouldn't do this. Do that. This Nestor. is not, we're not blood related, bud. This is, this is mind blowing that someone could be that anal. Let's just say. Let's just say it's not buyer's remorse. It 100% is. But let's argue the fact that it's not. I, okay. it, it, it blows my mind that someone could be that anal. It's I'm like, a, very, I'm it's a like, very anal person, but even that's too anal for me, Dean. Look how, okay, look how fucking zoomed in you had to get to even see that. <laughs> like, you have to be actually looking for this with like a magnifying glass like where is it where's something i can return this over I, if you just like grab that and flipped it upside down you wouldn't notice that a hundred percent you would not notice that this person was obviously looking for something to return it over yeah and i guess they found it because in typical fashion paypal will probably side with the seller i put up the attempt on my which life which is insane <laughs> do you i mean <sighs> I've never had to deal with PayPal, but it's like, I mean, does he get to like rebuttal? Like, look at what he's complaining over or. I mean, yes, but I mean, I guess technically this is not as described, quote unquote. But I I, I told the guy to update me with what happens. He said he would. So we'll see what happens. Uh, Dean, let's get into our giveaway this week. We are giving, or not this week, but this month rather. Almost <laughs> yeah, end of the sure. month. Uh, we are giving up, uh, giving away this beautiful Manny the Man Gonzalez custom Michael Myers mask. The drawing yes, is uh, July 1st next Ultimate week. Ultimate crispy. And uh, this thing is looking dope. I'm super excited for whoever's going to get this. But uh, yeah, it's looking good. There's me wearing the mask. It's been yeah. sanitized since then. Uh, but Dude, this is looking really good. You're not going to find. A, a mask that has more care and attention to detail given to it. Um, nope. I, I know there's a lot of people out there that do masks and they're beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, but just, and I don't know them personally, so I could be totally wrong. 
but Manny loves this movie. Like it's his own child. I mean, he genuinely cares about this movie and the mask and all the little details of this movie. So when I tell you that no one has taken the time to, and I, he started with the actual, uh, what's his name? Um, William Shatner. William Shatner mask and turned it into the Michaels Myers mask like they did in the original movie. Like that's the amount of detail that Manny took to to really create such a masterpiece. Yeah, this thing is um, damn good. Like you you will not get a better mask. I don't think so. Uh, I, I don't think I, so. I've seen some sell for like 1600 bucks and there I I could not if you had the two masks side by side it's like Manny easily made a $1,600 mask. Yeah, this is amazing. Um, Manny says MMG doesn't stand for Manny the Man. I would beg to differ. Uh, but that's just my opinion. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're not going to get a better mask and you're going to get it for free, which f- blows my mind. Yeah. Um, so definitely follow him on Instagram. Pix P-I-X by Manny. And uh, hey, there he is. Look, it's even on... his YouTube name is The Shape. Dude, my body <laughs> is The Shape. A round shape. Uh, yeah, so definitely check him out. Really good guy. Uh, this is the image from Eric. Look at this man. What a guy. Look at how good. This just like him. This is amazing. Why couldn't they do this? They gave us this horrifying axe murder instead. I don't know why. Like that looks so much like Paul Rudd. I wish this was a real sculpt so I could get it so I could make a uh, Bobby Newport. Bobby Newport. Dude, I almost think it actually be better to make the Bobby Newport with the actual smiling head. <laughs> yeah, try and track one there. It's like a horrifying fucking axe murderer. <laughs> I love it. Um, uh, yeah, dude, that's just like it shows that the sculpt is there. It's just they like, fucked up on the teeth. Yep. Team, what time is it? It's time to thank our Patreonies. Scott Bradley, Ben Porter, Griffin Campbell, Sean Fear, Ian CB, Renee Mendez. Danny Lee, Danny Martin, Stephen Kret, Jason Nelson, Big Fern, Eric Ruiz, Mario Cortez, Stephen Percha, and Sean Yahtzee. Nailed it! It's Yahtzee. Dude, I had to do these shout-outs the other day. I don't remember for what it came. Oh, for the Yoast interview. Oh, okay. A lot of words. I was like... My mouth is parched when I was done. We have a lot of patrons. We have we have such generous listeners. Um, yeah, and it's crazy because I look at our Patreon uh, numbers and compare like to other bigger channels. And proportionally, I think we're doing very well. So wait, where's uh, what's what's uh, uh, Garfield? Where's he at? He's not a Patreon yet. I thought he was. He's in the chat. He's on the chat. Who was I talking to the other day then? Is that Griffin? <laughs> that was probably Griffin. I don't know. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, about the sculpt. Yeah, that was Griffin. Oh, okay. For some reason, yeah, I thought Garfield it was Gar- Garfield's not in the Patreon yet. Oh, uh, man. What a bunch of handsome guys. Uh, we are... Okay, so real quick, if you're listening, which I know you are if you're a Patreon, I need you all to vote in the Patreon chat if you want Hollow, Creeps or Us, or Regular Creeps or Us. We got to figure yeah. this out, guys. So vote. Whatever you guys want, we'll order it. Uh, majority decides our patreon does start at five dollars five dollar tier sweet angel comes with an on-screen shout out every episode patreon exclusive sticker once a month and you get access to our ox after dark rewind which 
is probably our most booming show at the moment. We have already 17 episodes recorded. You get full access to that library, both digital and uh, or uh, visual and audio editions. The crispy tier is $15. You get the on-screen shout-out, the sticker, uh, the Ox After Dark Rewind. You get a one-time certificate of crispness. Once a year, you get a sculpt painted by Dark Side Customs, and you get a figure fix uh, whenever you need it. You just send me your figure. I'll, I'll charge you for supplies, but not for the actual cost of fixing it. Yeah, uh, we we had a Patreon, a Patreone who didn't know that they got a head sculpt painted. Yeah, we was missed that Eric? a few times. Yeah, Eric Ruiz. Yeah, I was like, dude, that's an amazing. I think you have to be. A, yeah, for three months, and then you can take advantage of the offer. Yeah, but um, I mean that's a. That's a huge, uh, what do you call it? Benefit. Benefit, yeah. Like, I mean, a head sculpt painting is easily what? A hundred bucks minimum? Yeah. And to put it into perspective, I fixed a few figures for people, and usually it's like a 15 to $20 fee that I charge to do it. So if you're Patreon, you get that figure fix for free. I'm fixing, uh, I'm in the process of fixing th- three figures for, for your sister and your mother. Yeah. And then um, I also have another one coming in from from someone that's not a Patreon. I'm trying to convince them to, to convert. But um, yeah, I mean, it's minor stuff. Like I'm not going to fix something that's totally shattered. But uh, yeah, if it's an easy paint touch up or an easy uh, re-glue or something like that, I have no problem doing it. So just hit us up. Yeah. I'd love to. Because uh, there's sometimes where I've fucked up something up and I'm not comfortable fixing it. Like with my own, I'm not comfortable with my own skills. Like, I don't think I can pull this off. I know for a fact Zach can do it because I've seen him do all kinds of shit. So I was like, hey, Zach, like, do you mind? Like, or even like giving me tips or something. But to be able to send you a figure and have you fix it is pretty sweet. Yeah. This month for a bonus item for our Patreonies in the $15 tier, they get. These are beautiful acrylic charms, so definitely check them out. I know we've been a little... so uh, We've been plugging these quite a bit, but we're just so proud of how they came out. They're really nice. Yeah, this was a... Dude, <laughs> I don't even know why I ever questioned you on these, because they're so good. Dude, I'm pretty proud of the way they came out. Yeah, man, they're beautiful. Absolutely stunning. Dean, our last cause that we need to plug is the Collecting Weekly Pride t-shirt. These are on T Public. T Public did send us an email today. They said they're running... A little bit behind schedule on shipping. So if you order this, just be patient. I know a few people have ordered them. Susan was rocking one. Uh, she's feeling a little bit better from her illness. But uh, yeah, really excited to see members of the community rocking this shirt. So 100% of the proceeds from buying this t-shirt uh, goes towards uh, the the San Antonio uh, Pride Center, which is a very uh, awesome charity. And uh, we're also doing, uh, in addition to the 100%, we're doubling it to uh to be like a 200 percent donation so wow. at this point we've sold a number of shirts totaling uh with our, our double of the donation it's gonna be about 45 dollar donation so uh definitely if you want to participate in this awesome cause uh for the pride center of san antonio definitely let us know and uh, pick up a shirt they're really nice they're really comfortable yeah shout out as a great cause big shout out to six scale scavengers brian chris tc wonderful guys matt mangum rogue one six Optical 20. He just got my the uh, package that we sent in the mail. So he's going to open hey, it on the nice. live stream this week. Beautiful. Really man. excited about that. Uh, shout out to all the people watching live. So many, so many lovely people there in the chat. Shout out to all the patrons that uh, are watching on repeat or live. You guys make the show possible. Yeah. Big shout out to Sean Fear sponsoring us. If you want to um, sponsor us in July, that would be pretty dope. So yeah. how about your boy? Uh, I'm just going to shout out PewDiePie again just because what a guy. 
Shout out to Nestor. What a guy. <laughs> yeah, my son Nestor, he's right here. Dude, and we added him to the artwork. Uh, Kevin is officially a part of the artwork. Look, that's exactly why right there. Look at that. He always stands on, my, on the back of my chair. He's, what a guy. I love him. Anyone not, have? It's not really Nestor, but <laughs> no, <laughs> anybody yeah. knows the joke. Shout out to uh, to Sean for hooking me up with that comic book. That's really cool of you, dude. And uh, it's going to go yeah. to a good home, so I'm really excited uh, to have that in the collection. Before we end the show, I have some questions. For me? Yeah, or if anybody knows. I, I don't know if you know, but you should. Okay. How much does it cost to get something graded? So you have to pay a uh, a, a fee to yeah. be a part of their service, oh. and then it's another fee to get it shipped. Or to get it graded, rather. So your friend said he went to a comic book store that started the process for him? Yeah, so Heroes has an account with them, and then okay, so- you, you pay Heroes... Like a certain fee, and then, I mean, it is a convenience thing because to to ship a comic to be graded, you have to really like, like you can't just toss it in like a priority envelope and send it because right. if the envelope gets bent, then you're fucked. Beautiful as possible. Exactly. So you you have to ship it like in cardboard and it has to be taped a certain way in a certain type of bag. It's I've watched a video on it. It's a huge hassle. Uh, I know, um, uh, comic book characters Alfred. He he has an account and he does send. So he, if you want to pay the the surcharge and like a small convenience fee he'll do it for you from yeah. what i understand uh comic book characters alfred the guy that uh he does a lot of the comic book actions on his group um he he can do that as well um i think he said it's something like 35 dollars to get it graded and uh that's with like you can pay more to have it graded faster like to get bump ahead of people but i think for the standard rate like i think it's like three to six weeks is like 30 bucks Oh wow, that long, huh? Well, yeah, because people are sending you know like dozens of comics at a time, so this yeah. this place has a lot of business. Huh? Because um, I also just picked up comics, two comics. Yeah, um, they were actually Arrow says it takes about three months to get it back at the present time. God damn! Oh yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I might just go ahead and buy one that's already graded. It's like seventy eight bucks. I would because if you know if you buy it and it's not like if it's not the grade you want, then you know. Yeah, because they're already coming through the mail, so I don't know what kind of condition they're going to be when I get them. But yeah. and if it's like, I paid, I think fifteen bucks for the comic, which it was like a four dollar comic, so I've already yeah. paid for the comic, and then the. The whole price is thirty dollars, or the convenience fee is thirty dollars, and you still have to pay to get it graded. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I never gotten a book graded from Alfred, but I'm, Danny Lee says there are pressing companies that press your book to get better grade, and they can send it to CGC for you, like Rocket Comics. They do pressing and CGC submissions, so you don't need a membership. Hmm. Yeah, I might just go ahead and buy one that's already graded. Um, I would, to be honest, I would. And then my second question is. Let's just say I'm getting these comics in the mail, which I am. What's up, Austin? What what kind of container can I get to protect them? I guess something that's similar so, to a so, Yeah, so let me let me show you this. Actually, hang on. Let me I'm gonna turn off my camera. I'm gonna go grab something. I'll show you real quick. Okay. Yeah, I picked up if I'll send Zach uh, some pictures. I picked up a Robotech comic. 
So, um, see, if you don't want to get it graded, first and foremost, I think you should put the comic in what's called the bag in a board. It's like a white cardboard cardstock thing, and you put the comic in there and you seal the bag. Okay. It has like an adhesive on it. Uh, you can probably get those for like a few cents at Gravity Damage, like one bag, uh, if it doesn't have it already. Uh, but I ha- I found these comic uh, cases, and so they open up in the front, and you just put the comic in there, and then you seal them, and they have a hook on the back for a nail. Mm. And, I mean, they're not graded, but I mean, it's, you know. Where do you get those? Uh, don't quote me on this, but these are by BCW. They're called comic book showcases. Uh-huh. And uh, they, they're about 10, 15 bucks a pop. Now, uh, you can find them used for a lot cheaper. Oh, here we go. Um, <clears throat> but they are pretty nice quality. So I would definitely look into those. But uh, if you're not going to get it graded. Uh, grading is, is interesting. I mean, I don't know that you need to get everything graded. Like a lot of my comics are just in those little frames. I think I have like six of them. Yeah. Um, but, uh, well, the, um, the one uh, I sent you some pictures or, or did I send you pictures this morning? You did. Yeah. Of both of them or just the one? I don't remember. I think it was just the one. Oh no, I sent both. I don't know if you could pull those up and show everyone. Um, but this is issue one of the, the new Robotech comic. Um, uh-huh. And the, the artwork is by one of my favorite artists. I followed him forever, Art Germ, on Instagram. A-R-T-G-E-R-M. Huh? Uh, just a fantastic artist. Um, and there's like the regular one and then the variant. And she's uh, Min May and she's winking on one. And yeah, the other one she's not. And so I just think it'd be really cool to get that graded. Um. There's one, like I said, there's one I saw online. It was like seventy eight bucks, so I might just go ahead and get that one. It's a dope comic cover. It's beautiful. I mean, if you love Robotech, <laughs> which I do, I wouldn't. Also, I wouldn't look too much into the comic, the price point on the comic. Um, you know, I mean, obviously, for example, the the Ultimate Fallout Four comic is a four dollar comic as well, but that comic raw goes for three four five hundred bucks right yeah so comics do tend to go up and go down austin we have we're actually about the tail end of our show so you might have to watch it on repeat um yeah we talked about the logo uh eddie says i recommend you go through your local comic store at times the sellers on ebay don't do such a good job on protecting the comic um yeah i've i found them on one ebay seller was I think they were both comic book sellers, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. Uh, so I was pretty confident in buying it. They also looked like they had, like the protective sleeve on them already. Yeah. Um, but I just want like a hard case. Yeah, I would look into those BCW current frames. They're pretty good. The only thing is, you have to take the comic out of the bag to put them in there. Oh. <laughs> Any more questions, buddy? Um. Yeah, Austin, you should be able to watch the show on Rewind as soon as we're done. Um, yeah, we talked about it for a little bit. I don't think one of the first things we talked about afternoon this week. So, yeah, um, I mean, you're gonna want to watch the whole show anyway, just because it's amazing. What do you got, Dean? Is that it? Are we good? Uh, yeah, I think so. Big shout out to everybody watching. Yeah, you guys are great, sweet angels, sweet angels. Yeah, Danny Lee, the men may cover. 
look at this. Austin said he got his Age of Ultron Hulkbuster Deluxe. What nice, a guy. dude. Congratulations, buddy. Congratulations. A beautiful figure. I, I, dude, I always wanted one, but honestly, I don't know if I would ever get it. Even if I found it at a really good price, I don't know if I would pull the trigger. Yeah. That's a... I mean, you need a lot of real estate. Yeah. Anyways, guys, I'm Zach. I'm Dean. Catch you on the next episode. Bye.